The Rocking Owl Show. How to deal with setbacks. Being challenged in life is inevitable. Being defeated is optional. Roger Crawford. We all have to face setbacks in our life from time to time, whether in our personal relationships or in our careers. But some people tend to deal with setbacks and challenges better than others. It is interesting to look at the ways in which people cope. Psychologists have identified three broad ways of coping that they have labeled problem-focused coping, emotion-focused coping and avoidant coping. Problem-focused coping involves attempts to resolve difficulties by taking steps to remove threats and find solutions. Those who use problem-focused coping are able to narrow their attention to the problems at hand and not let other competing activities get in their way. If they need to, they get help from others. They don't get distracted from what they need to do. Emotion-focused coping involves managing one's emotions. When we are upset we need to be able to do this. Commonly we may seek sympathy from friends and talk about how we are feeling. Emotion-focused coping generally involves talking through experiences with support of others. Like hands shaping a piece of modeling clay, conversation transforms the meanings that we make about our experiences. Through conversation, we are able to allocate blame and praise more objectively, seek new perspectives, correct incorrect perceptions and find new insights. Avoidance coping is when we try not to think about the situation or we find ways to shut out our feelings. Turning to alcohol is, of course, one way, but people find all sorts of ways to disengage from their feelings or distract themselves from what needs to be done. Sometimes a bit of avoidance can be helpful, protecting us until we are ready psychologically to confront a more traumatic experience. But when avoidance is the only coping method for a prolonged period of time, problems begin to pile up. Avoidance prevents people from dealing with their problems and working through their emotions. My experience is that when confronted with a setback, problem-focused copers do best. They look at the situation from different angles, seek solutions, and move forward in new directions. That's not to say that sometimes it is not also important to deal with one's emotions. If we don't deal with our emotions it can be hard to think clearly about our problems, and when faced with a setback that's ultimately what we need to do. Research studies show that compared with people who have an avoidance coping style, Individuals who use active problem-focused and emotion-focused coping strategies generally do better. Like riding a bicycle, which involves knowing when to shift your weight, when to bear down on the pedals and when to hit the brake, coping is a skill that can be learned. The first step must be to recognize our own patterns of coping. If we find that we are locked into a habitual avoidant way of coping then it is worth thinking about getting some guidance and advice from an experienced coach or therapist who can help us develop our skills. Like it or not, setbacks are a part of day-to-day -day living. No one can escape it. It's life's way of teaching and helping us develop character. Setbacks come in different magnitudes, some complete walkovers and others so challenging that they drain the lifeblood out of us. But. It's not the setbacks that are the problem, it's how we respond. Like Charles R. Swindoll has said, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. I share 7 strategies you can employ so your setbacks are stepping stones to your success and not obstacles in your way. 1. Welcome setbacks and be mature about it. Are there still people who get angry at the rain? Well, 
I don't know one and if I had to guess anyone who would, I would think of a child or an immature person. Kilroy J. Oldster asserts a similar stance when he says, Mature people expect hardships and setbacks and patiently and determinedly work to accomplish their goals. Immature people lash out in anger and frustration when circumstances conspire to blunt their short-term objectives. Embracing setback is a mature attitude to life. It is analogous to Abraham Lincoln's quote of a sharpened axe, ready to cut any tree down, no matter how big. 2. Calm down, be hopeful. No matter how expectant you are, I concur that some setbacks can be utterly devastating. Earlier this year, I experienced a major setback. At the time, I was sure I wanted to die. I felt the world just came crushing on me. At such a time, it is often prudent to stay calm. Draw strength from where you know exists, partner, friends and family. Even better, encourage yourself. Be your own dependence. Tell yourself, this phase will pass. Because you know what? It always does. 3. Perform setback diagnosis. If we experience any failures or setbacks, we do not forget them because they offend our self-esteem. Instead we reflect on them deeply, trying to figure out what went wrong and discern whether there are any patterns to our mistakes. Robert Greene, Mastery Our setbacks are always laden with information, information for learning, information on the causes of failure and ways to improve upon it. Bill Gates is known to have said that your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. Hence, don't skip this step. Sometimes the cause of our setbacks are systemic and doing this will prevent the repetition of past mistakes. Success does not consist in never making mistakes but in never making the same one a second time. George Bernard Shaw Also, I have found that reading and interaction with people who have encountered similar setbacks can be enlightening and encouraging. 4. The Reassessment Some setbacks must be overturned, others we must walk away from. This is where you assess how bad you want what is on the other side. We have limited time, money and resources. It isn't prudent to spend them on things we don't really want. Some setbacks are meant to differentiate those that only desire the prize to those that want it badly. Randy Pausch states this succinctly. The brick walls are there for a reason. The brick walls are not there to keep us out. The brick walls are there to give us a chance to show how badly we want something. Because the brick walls are there to stop the people who don't want it badly enough, they're there to stop the other people. This exercise shows the price you are willing to pay to turn your setback into the success you want. 5. Recognize setbacks as seeds of opportunity and growth. Every successful enterprise you see today was developed out of a problem or challenge. Successful people always refer to one setback that changed everything, the one that became their springboard to success. The point here is to know that our setbacks have opportunity gems within them. When things do not go your way, remember that every challenge, every adversity, contains within it the seeds of opportunity and growth. Roy T. Bennett Our most significant opportunities will be found in times of greatest difficulty. Thomas S. Monson How many people are completely successful in every department of life? Not one. The most successful people are the ones who learn from their mistakes and turn their failures into opportunities. Zig Ziglar One amazing story that encapsulates this strategy is that of Amy Purdy, the model and world-class snowboarder. 
Amy in her TED Talk Living Beyond Limits tells of how the loss of her legs at the age of 19 propelled her into more meaningful life she has now. She exemplifies Anthony Martin's quote which says when life gives you lemons, you don't make lemonade. You use the seeds to plant a whole orchard, an entire franchise. There are many true life stories of hidden opportunities in our setbacks. Find them. 6. Make small changes towards your goal. You found the opportunity, now what? You go out there and start doing. Successful people never sit back and mope around. They approach their goals consistently with enthusiasm. Every day. As Woody Allen puts it, 80% of success is showing up. Aspire daily to be better than the you yesterday. And reward yourself for the small wins you make towards your goal. These can keep you motivated. 7. The mind is the battlefield. Success is known to be a state of mind. You need to stay positive and focused to achieve your goals. The thoughts we let in and allow to dominate are the ones that control us. Guarding one's thoughts and purging it daily is something successful people value highly. Wilfred Peterson implicitly refers to the environment one should keep to stay positive and attain one's goals. He states, Walk with the dreamers, the believers, the courageous, the cheerful, the planners, the doers, the successful people with their heads in the clouds and their feet on the ground. Let their spirit ignite a fire within you to leave this world better than when you found it. In all this, know that everything you can conceive, you can achieve. What do you think? Share your experiences about how you overcame your setbacks and some of the strategies that worked for you. Before I go, stay focused and stay positive. I hope you found this podcast informative. If you have any comments about this or the other episodes, please comment where available. I'll be looking forward to reading them. You can find this podcast on your favorite apps. This podcast can also be seen on my YouTube channel. The link is in the description below. Until next time, goodbye everybody. The Rocky Nell Show.